Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Minds on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And today, my guest is Danielle Bellina. Danielle is also a licensed clinical social worker, as well as a senior primary therapist at Penn Medicine Princeton House Behavioral Health in North Brunswick, New Jersey. Today's the last episode of this series that I've done with Danielle, where she talks about how she used interpersonal effectiveness skills to help her in her battle with cancer. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and find that helpful. Uh, can I ask you a side note? Yeah, go ahead. How do you feel about people posting on social media or or just saying like, oh, this person's a fighter, this person, um, mm. this person, you know, they, they got through chemo, they're such a fighter, they kicked cancer's ass. Um, Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel about that language? I understand the um, the intent behind it, which yep. is great. And, you know, I can totally get on board with that. Like, yeah, people who have cancer and fight it, they kick ass. And, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. No. And I could also understand being in that situation not loving it when no. people use that language. So what was your experience with that like? Oh, I have lots of thoughts on this, Andy. So <laughs> okay. um, a couple different points. So a lot of that, like, there's a lot of F cancer bracelets, mm. things like that. Mm. I don't engage in that. I got no problem with it. You live your life. If that's how you want to be, go ahead. If it gets you going, yeah, no issue. I don't do it because for me, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of like, my trying to preserve myself and thinking like, I, I don't know what the world has in store for me. So I'm just trying to cope, like live beside this. Like Mm I, you know what I mean? Like I, I understand that I had cancer, but it was my body that had cancer. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was a tumor within my own body. So in, in ways, if I look at it, that this again is my perspective. Mm -hmm. If I look at it that way, it's like my body turned on me and now what I'm fighting myself. Nope, not fighting myself. It wasn't this like random cancer thing that came down on me. You know, it was a cancer cells did that. Mm -hmm. However, I have no issue with seeing that I will go along with it for someone else. I got no problem with it. It's just for me, it's very different. And I will explain this to you because it was a big part of my journey. So a big part of cancer is the bell when you're done with chemo or radiation, right? So I get to my facility and um, I am looking forward to being able to ring the bell. And I told you that about a year before my diagnosis, my aunt was diagnosed as metastatic. Mm -hmm. I was extremely close to my aunt. So I get there and I now know that this is, we are now paralleling at the same time with cancer, it's going to have very different results. And Mm -hmm. that is one hell of a a dialectic, right? Mm. So I get there and I'm looking forward to my eyes on the prize. I get to ring the bell at the end about maybe chemo one. They tell me they don't have a bell. Why? Why don't you have a bell? And they told me it's because not everybody gets to finish chemo. Not everyone has the same cancer journey. Mm-hmm. Andy, this changed my mind. Like my whole view, like you would not believe because I was living that already. I knew a person that it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a good situation for her at that time. And it's amazing because it's like 
I wanted so desperately to do that, but I understood why I couldn't and I felt like that was the right thing. And this is no offense to anyone who rings the bell. Trust me, I really wanted to, but I got why they didn't have it, you know? So it's kind of like everyone has a right to have their own journey. I just don't, I don't do it that way because I understand. So an example of this would be also that I'm going to do a fundraiser for pen medicine specifically for my unit, mm -hmm. right? For the women that I, the staff that I work with. And um, it's not specifically for breast cancer. Why? Because other people have other cancers. Yeah. And it's yeah. not specifically for cancer. Mm -hmm. Why? Because other people have other medical issues. Right. And it's like, it's not just me. It's not just me that was stage one and got diagnosed and gets to live my life this certain way. It's every other person, every other voice that wasn't heard, mm -hmm. you know, every other ribbon that doesn't get as much street cred as totally. pink does, you know? Yeah, I, and that's why I guess I wanted, I was just curious about yeah. like what your view is on this stuff, because I've heard that before about the, the fighter language, like, oh, you're mm -hmm. such a fighter. Let's fight this cancer. You're going to kick cancer's ass, all this stuff. And also, similarly you just brought up the uh like the ribbons and like mm -hmm. the breast cancer ribbons and you know they have a i'm assuming they have a color for everything i yeah i don't know but like i've also heard people say like well why does this one get its own special thing yeah. um so again i guess part of this is just also to highlight that this is your experience and this is your view and your story and i think um everyone who goes through it is entitled to their own spin, their own exactly. opinion, their own mm -hmm. view, because we're all different people. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what word I fall into, to be honest. Like, it's like, am I a fighter? Am I a survivor? Like, what right, am I? Right. I don't mm -hmm. know, because it's such a gray area. Yeah. And I would never want to say the wrong thing to another person. Like I said, totally. anybody who's going through anything, I am on board with you yeah, for yeah. what you're doing during your journey. Mm -hmm. But mine is unclear to me. And like, also there's that, like my aunt and what th she went through, that is in no comparison to what I feel I went through. However, would I look at someone who had a similar journey to me and be like, your journey was nothing? No, I would never. Right, of so it's like you, everybody has their own experience and their life and their situations mean whatever it means to them, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Okay, sorry to take us on that little detour. It's okay. Any other emotion regulation skills you wanna talk about? No, I'm good with on. that. Okay. Um, are we leaving any behind? Is there anything else we gotta we should hit on? I don't think so. I think we've done pretty well with what we've talked about. Did we do interpersonal effectiveness already? We didn't do that yet. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so interpersonal effectiveness, um, the skill that I took from that is the dialectics. Mm -hmm. So it's the gray area. Basically, everything I've said up until this point can be explained by the dialectics, that both things can be true. Two or more things can be true at the same time. So it says there's more than one way to solve a problem. Mm. Um, both sides can be true, right? So letting go of extremes. So that's the first thing I touched on. So letting go of extremes is basically changing either or both and to both and or always to never or sometimes. Mm. So mm -hmm. let me say that more clear. Letting go of extremes, changing either or to both and, always or never to sometimes. So the way I thought about this is that like there's two sides to this, but there isn't just two sides, but it seems like there is. So there's cancer diagnosis, death or life, 
right? Mm-hmm. Well, is it really just death or life or is there a whole lot more in between? Because there's a whole lot more in between. Um, so living mostly in the gray and understanding that like I didn't know what I would get out of this when I started it. I was aiming for life, but I didn't know. So not getting a diagnosis and just automatically catastrophe death, even though cancer kind of gives that connotation, right? Mm -hmm. So it was letting go of the extremes. Balancing opposites was another one. Understanding both sides. I give the example of my aunt and myself and that journey and how what that meant to me and understanding that like both things can be true, right? So like an example of this would be for my family, I don't want to speak for anybody, but we'll say could represent this because it represents it for myself. Cancer could either represent two things, the loss of someone we loved an incredible amount and also the growth and change of a person that we also Mm -hmm. loved, right? Mm -hmm. Myself, because cancer took things from me in my life, right? It took physical things from me. It took aspects of the future that I thought I would have. It took a mindset. Mm -hmm. However, it gave me an incredible amount. Mm -hmm. It changed my life. I see the world very different after experiencing cancer. There's things I don't even care about that I never thought I wouldn't care about, you know? But both of those things could be true at the same time. It gave me a new lease on my life and it took away a life that I loved, Mm. you know? So it's like understanding that both things could be true at the same time. Both things could be true for people individually, Mm. you know? Um, So that was the big one. And then another one that usually really irritates patients and for good reason is make lemonade out of lemons. Mm, Yeah. Isn't that nice? It's like, what happened to you? You kind of just did that. Yeah. You said it was like uh, cancer took things from me and, you know, I have a whole new lease on life. And this conversation is my lemonade. So, you know what I mean? Like this type of Mm. stuff is my lemonade. This is Mm. me taking and doing, and I will not stop taking and doing, you Mm. know? Um, I don't want to learn anymore. I want no more lemons, but um, (laughs) I'm happy to give lemonade out. Mm. Um, And then the other ones on here that are kind of, we talked a few about, we talked a little bit about other ones that are kind of like the concept of chemo, how it causes these medical problems issues along with it, but it's also the solution for some people. Cause again, chemo is not a solution for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a person's choice as to what they do and embracing change. You know, this one was a little harder for me because when I was, um, back to the whole hair thing, people would be like, you should buy a pink wig or like you should make a mohawk. And I was like, maybe that is someone's way of embracing change, which I have seen other people do online. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't mine though. I wasn't about that life, but, um, changing, like embracing it. You know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of scars. I have a lot of physical and emotional changes that have gone on and Mm -hmm. I wear them proudly. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's, that's my thing. You'll always catch me with something pink, whether it's like a Mm -hmm. bracelet or a fingernail on my Mm -hmm. body, just to represent always. This goes back to what you said before, like doing this kind of thing talking about it openly that i think is like the biggest embrace that you can really do i I mean i can't think of another way that you could embrace it more by being so open about it you know yeah it's true i mean i and i try to tell people that 
and do it in a positive way and not in an invalidate invalidating way or like a toxic positivity yeah, type way. Because yeah. like, let's be honest, it sucked. Right. But like also maybe it can be okay. Maybe it's okay to look at it as like it might be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like and we can laugh about the weird stuff. We can mm-hmm. smile when we see something that makes us happy, you know? And the dialectic of like how both of those things can be true at the same time. Like you can feel excruciating pain and excruciating joy all at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Look at women who deliver babies. That's exactly what popped in my mind. Like that's not fun, <laughs> you know, but there yeah. you are in the other end, right? But there were like, it talks a lot about examples of, um, understanding both sides can be true and some of the stuff that I put out there for like for people to kind of let absorb a little mm-hmm. in their mind is that you can both be tough and gentle at the mm-hmm. same time you know I could be a fighter and also someone who isn't doesn't feel like fighting today you know totally I may have a valid reason for believing what I believe and it may also be wrong or incorrect. I mean literally if I sneeze crooked I'm afraid that I have cancer again so like mm-hmm. That can feel real to me, anxiety-wise, and also definitely not true, mm-hmm. um, which anybody who's ever had a disease or any diagnosis can tell you probably very similar thought. I, I mean, how could – totally understandable. Yeah. The day can be sunny and it can also rain. That's obvious. And I always tell the patients, if you've ever been to Florida, like it's like a staple there. Um <laughs> Wait, what's, we, what's like a sable there? In Florida. It like rains. It's sunny. And oh, all of a sudden oh, yeah, it's, yes. Totally. You know what I mean? Like it's a total staple if you've <laughs> ever been to Florida. Yes. Um, and then you can disagree with the rules and also have to follow them. Mm-hmm. And my body and my mind disagreed with what I had to do. And I, I was a person who was terrified of doctors and nurses and medicine and death and illness. Well, there's and, your exposure therapy, which right yeah, there. You yeah, you know, um, and it's, I can hate the fact that I have to do this and it all could also be what I have to do. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of my points are very similar, but in all honesty, it just proves how much DBT and the skills apply to life lessons, you know, things in life, life journeys. Mm-hmm. Every example you've given on here, I think, has been a home run. Um, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I, except that it almost makes it hard for me to ask you follow-up questions because they're so good. I think they're so good at illustrating the point. All I can really say to you is thank you for being so open to talking about this. Uh, and thank you for being so open to, to using your own personal examples to really illustrate this topic and how it's how it was helpful for you. I I think it's awesome when we have therapists come on that are willing to also be people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was like the epitome of one of those conversations. So thank you so much for coming on. And I would love to do something else with you in the future. Thank you for letting me do it. Of course.